0: Hey everyone, this is Michael Thompson again with Brand New Day, a podcast designed to liberate greatness, to unleash potential in everyday ordinary people like yourself. I'm here to remind you that in Christ that you are called to be a hero, you're to be an overcomer, as it says many times in Revelation. And the good news is, friend, that heroes and overcomers are people that are simply faithful to love and serve Jesus with their whole heart. And that is something that He's put inside of you, a desire that I pray will continue to grow. Now let's talk about the world. The world is crazy. And as 2020 comes to an end, there is a major election cycle in, dot dot dot. Well, you may be surprised to know. Kyrgyzstan, Nigeria, Lithuania, Tajikistan, Guinea, Bolivia, Egypt, Chile, Ukraine, Tanzania, Ivory Coast, Georgia, Moldova, Algeria, and Belize. And that, my friend, is just the month of October. In November we've got the United States, Myanmar, Jordan, Bosnia, Burkina Faso, Romania, Venezuela and then in December there's Ghana, Liberia. These are these are nations all over the world that are electing officials and electing people for power. So let's talk about leaders. Well, first of all, we can't go any further without saying the ultimate leader, the ultimate president, the president president, the king of kings, Jesus Christ. I want to brag about him, but I'll do that in a minute. But let's go back to small people. I want to tell you a couple things about leaders. First of all, they're small. Isaiah 40 says, Do you not know? Have you not heard? Hasn't it been told you from the very beginning since the earth was founded? He sits enthroned above the circle of the earth, and its people are are like grasshoppers. So leaders are small. Number two, they're temporary. It goes on and it says, He brings princes to naught and reduces the rulers of this world to nothing. No sooner are they planted or voted in. No sooner are they sown. No sooner do they take root in the ground and then he blows on them and they wither and a whirlwind sweeps them away like chaff. Number three, they will be judged. All kings and teachers and leaders, whoever is given much much is required of them and and God don't worry God will judge those who have influence for what they've done and he is able and he will number four they're loved you say, wow, I just can't can't believe it I can't stand that person well God loves them and Bible says in Psalm 103, The Lord is compassionate and loving toward all he has made. It also says that he desires that no one should perish. It says that God so loved the world that he gave his only son. And make no mistake about it, God doesn't just love you in your imperfection. God loves all people. He loves all world leaders. And number five, all leaders are reachable. Saul to Paul is such a powerful example of someone that you would have never believed that even the early church could not bring themselves to believe that indeed Saul to Paul had happened that Jesus had truly reached someone that was killing Christians, totally anti-Jesus and using his authority to cause much harm. But God reached Saul and God can reach anyone. God can reach any leader in the world. Number 6 all leaders are God appointed. Bible says in Romans 13, there is no authority except that which God has established and the authorities that exist have been established by God. And number seven, it goes on to say in verse five of Romans 13, therefore, it is necessary to submit to the authorities. It's why you pay your taxes for the authorities are God's servants. And then on to verse seven, give to everyone what you owe them. If you owe taxes, pay taxes. If revenue, then revenue. If respect Then respect, and if honor, then honor. You might say, well, yeah, if I owed them that, I would, but these guys are losers, man. (laughs) Well, read 1 Peter 2, where it talks about living godly lives in a pagan society. It says in verse 13 Submit yourself for the Lord's sake to every human authority, whether to the emperor as the supreme authority or to governors who are sent by him to punish those who do wrong and commend those who do right. For it is God's will that by doing good you would silence the ignorant talk of foolish people. So live as free people, but don't use your freedom as a cover-up. Live as God's servants. Show respect to everyone. Love the family of believers. Fear God and honor the King. So we must honor and respect all leaders, even the ones that we have trouble with. But the last point, extra credit, leaders aren't where our hope lies anyways. Our hope lies in the leader of leaders, the King of Kings, Jesus. Let's brag about Jesus before we go. First of all, he's so like, as the younger generation would say, he's lit. He's just, he's so, so awesome. And Revelation 19, it says that he has a name that's written on his robe and on his thigh, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. The distance, by the way, between Jesus and his enemies, even Lucifer, it's like infinite it's it's infinite and and as it says in colossians it says in all things he may have the supremacy it, it means like the eminency like like there's no even no one else It's just him there is no real competition jesus never got voted in his term never ends it says in psalm 145 13 your kingdom will never end and you will rule forever Jesus doesn't need someone to balance out his power. He makes 100% of all laws. He is 100% in charge of punishing. He is 100% um, in charge of all the resources that all belong to him. And his kingdom is not a democracy. It is a benevolent dictatorship. There's only one person. You think dictator is a bad word, not when it's Jesus. Believe me, we all are glad and happy to have Jesus be the only one in charge. And the reason is because he is 100% good. Jesus is, is totally good and trustworthy and perfect. He doesn't make bad decisions. He knows all things. We'll talk more about Jesus, obviously, in other episodes, too. But let's praise the Lord that he's the king of kings, and he appoints um, in due time for short seasons different leaders for very, very big purposes that are beyond even human understanding. So what should we do in these days? We're happy that Jesus is Lord. Well, should we just vote? Should we engage? Yes. Why? Well, let's read 1 Timothy 2. It says in 1 Timothy 2, I urge then, first of all, that all prayers and petitions and intercession and thanksgiving be made for all the people, for kings and for all those in authority, that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. It goes on to say, This is good and pleases God our Savior, who wants all people to be saved and come to a knowledge of the truth. For there is only one God and one mediator between God and all people, the man Jesus Christ. And so as citizens of nations that we have influence in, we have an opportunity, a responsibility to pray for kings and for those in authority so that we may live peaceful and quiet lives, knowing that people need to know Jesus. And so we vote accordingly. We vote for kings and for presidents and for Congress people and other positions so that the people would have peaceful and quiet lives and all godliness and holiness. We pray for leaders that would pave the way for multitudes to be saved and come to a knowledge of the truth because Jesus is that one way. And so don't be idle and don't not engage and don't trust in your vote. Your vote is important. I believe that with all my heart, we should engage and we should vote. That is a level of influence. And it's a God-given gift to be in nations where we can have influence like that. But the great influence that God has given all people of all nations is the influence of influencing and petitioning the very one who ultimately appoints our leaders. And so we must pray. My kids asked me, Who do you think is going to win the election? I said, Well, I don't know who God's going to appoint, but I do know that it's about prayer and it's about petitioning Him and asking Him to have mercy and to give us kings and authority so that we could live in peaceful life the unborn could live peaceful, quiet lives in godliness and holiness one day, that people could come to be saved. Um, that the principles of the Bible of godliness, love, joy, peace, patience, justice, all those things. Um, so who who does that mean you vote for? Well, I'm not going to tell you that. I just read you the Bible. You can work that out with the Holy Spirit. Do I look like the Holy Spirit? I love to say my wife sometimes asks me, hey, what do you think I should do about this? I said, well, do I look like the Holy Spirit to you? <laughs> so I'll leave that between you and the Lord, but vote and pray with your Bible in hand. Because that's what overcomers do. And that's who you are in Christ. Lastly, don't stare at the news. You know, we like to stare at natural disasters. We stare at the TV and we stare at things. Like, we need to get out of the uh, stupor and get out of the like fascination with every breaking news story and get away and quietly pray because that's when we can really make a difference. So we'll vote, we'll pray. And we'll trust the Lord and we'll just praise him the whole way through. And lastly, extra extra credit, don't stare. let's not stare at natural disasters. You ever see these movies? Our family likes to watch these natural disaster movies and the big waves coming, and the people are just staring. they can't move or the asteroids hitting the earth, and they just stare at it and even when nine eleven happens, you know, we just stare at the news over and over and 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 the news media they 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 feed off of like drama and like disaster, and so they they draw us in to just stare. But the Holy Spirit would call us to quietly step away and pray. And so, Father, today, your people, we gather, those of us in the United States and those of us from other nations, and we pray for your appointed leaders in all nations, even all the nations we listed. We think of Egypt and Ghana, Liberia, Tanzania and Ivory Coast and, yes, the United States. And, God, we ask that you would provide leaders that would pave the way for people to live peaceful, quiet, godly lives. Lord, leaders that would pave the way for the gospel to penetrate. You are the one who appoints. We trust you. We ask for your mercy and your grace. Lord, grace and mercy on us as individuals and us as members of different nations. And Lord, as always, may your kingdom come. May your will be done in all nations, just as it is in heaven come we pray lord let your kingdom come in jesus name amen after this i looked and there before me was a great multitude that noah did count from every nation tribe people and language standing before the throne and in front of the lamb they were wearing white robes and holding palm branches in their hands and they cried out in a loud voice Salvation belongs to our God, who sits on the throne, and to the Lamb. O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth! You have set your glory above the heavens. May the peoples praise you, O God. May all the peoples praise you. May the nations be glad and sing for joy rule the peoples justly and guide the nations of the earth. May the peoples praise you O God. May all the peoples praise you. Praise the Lord, all you nations. Extol him, all you peoples. For great is his love toward us and the faithfulness of the Lord endures forever. Praise the Lord, sing to the lord a new song sing to the lord all the earth sing to the lord praise his name proclaim his salvation day after day ascribe to the lord o families of nations ascribe to the lord glory and strength ascribe to the lord the glory to his name